Yo, welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Football Podcast. I am your host, Mark Shanup. Today is Tuesday, July 31st. Welcome in. This is the kickoff to an amazing, fun, entertaining, exciting podcast or show about fantasy football. I'm going to be helping you out to dominate your leagues. Today's show is about coaching changes. Who went where? Who's gone? Who is in and who is out? And which teams are going to see the biggest fantasy impact? Uh, Real quick... going to break on down when um so when i'm talking about players in the scoring settings it's gonna this show's mostly going to be about half point ppr or half half points uh leagues uh there are multiple settings such as standard half and full ppr what ppr stands for is point per reception so real quick explain that um what that means is when a like a receiver catches a pass for 25 yards there's different ways to score that depending on the league settings. So a standard league, he'd get two and a half points for his 25 yards. Um, in a full or PPR league, he's going to get two and a half points for the yards and a full point for his reception. So a total of three and a half points. So you start seeing the difference there is you're going to get um, more points, you know, more a higher scoring league with the full and ppr points um my main leagues i all play half point uh reception leagues so you can imagine a half reception instead of a full point they get half so 25 yards would be two and a half points and then a half point for the reception which would be a grand total of three points for a 25 yard pass so just going forward that is what um the settings i'm going to be discussing so um sorry if you're a standard player um we're gonna do every the leagues mostly are going towards full points i believe like espn and yahoo are yahoo's now half point uh leagues and espn's standard settings are full point so everything's just going that way so i mainly deal with half so we're going to be talking about halves on this show um Speaking of the show, please visit the website fantasyknockout.com for current draft rankings. Also, feel free to ask a question. Uh, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Also, subscribe to the show. Make sure you get every episode. You don't want to miss out. Um, you can also support the show by becoming a Patreon. Um, every little bit helps. You can do this at patreon.com slash fantasy knockout uh, you can also follow the show on twitter at fantasy knockout and on instagram at fantasy underscore knockout all right so we got some news and views suspensions are coming oh my so we're just gonna get right into it the First one to kind of hit um, the league is Mark Ingram. He got suspended four games, so he's going to miss the first four games for PED. 
he's uh, you know using inappropriate substances. Um, that's uh, that's gonna hurt because he was a stud. He was a he's a running back for the New Orleans Saints. Um, he was a workhorse last year. A lot of people are liking him. So what does that mean? Alvin Kamara, the other running back there who had a amazing rookie season, is going to see a uptake. I like him a little bit more because that's just a little bit more volume during those first four weeks. Um, also, wide receiver Julian Edelman for the New England Patriots is going to be suspended four games for substance abuse. Um, that hurts. Uh, normally, that would the new, the Patriots signed a receiver Jordan Matthews, but uh, we'll get into that at a later date where he ended up getting released. Um, so Edelman's going to be missing the first four games. He is Brady's security blanket. Brady just loves to dump off to him. So it's going to be an interesting um, first four games for the Patriots. Who's going to step up and fill that role? Mostly Gronk, I think, is going to have a big uh, increase in targets. Um, other news is Jameis Winston, quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, He's suspended three games for personal conduct. Um, he was a knucklehead is the easiest and nicest way to put it. He did not fight his suspension. He's just going to take it on the chin and he will miss three games. So that means Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to fill in as the backup. So basically you're not going to be drafting Jameis Winston in any leagues this year. You can wait until week two or week three to pick him up off the waiver wire. Um, and it gives a, a slight decrease to other players on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, kind of bummed, you know, Mike Evans and Sean Jackson, the receivers, they're going to be, you know, just a little bit less. Uh, the tight ends, Howard and Brait, you know, they'll, they'll get their own. Um, and the last little bit of news, we got running back Aaron Jones. He was like the second or third running back on Green Bay. He also got popped for substance abuse, two-game suspension. So what does that mean? Uh, Jamal Williams, the other running back, or Ty Montgomery, it's going to be a battle for those two. Basically, those two are going to see, um, you know, the – Playing in the first two games, um, it just puts Aaron Jones because it was a crowded backfield. I was excited to see um, who was going to emerge from that backfield because personally, I think Aaron Jones has the most talent out of those three. So it's just a bummer because it just means that Jamal Williams and Ty Montgomery are, have that much of a leg up on Aaron Jones. When he comes back, he's going to have to work harder to get into or get onto the field. Um, we're going to jump right into the show, the main segment, the coaching changes, who went where. Um, so real quick, we're going to break down um, the 2018 new coaches. So there were six teams that lost uh, or fired their head coaches, and they have new, new guys. So that's going to be Arizona, Chicago, Detroit, Indianapolis, the New York football giants, the Oakland Raiders, and the Tennessee Titans. Um, so the old coach in Arizona was Bruce Arians. They He basically retired, said he's done. The new guy they're bringing in is Steve Wilkes. Um, Steve Wilkes was from 
Carolina. He was the defensive coordinator there. Um, and the new OC that he's bringing in is Mike McCoy. He was Denver's offensive coordinator last year. Bruce Arians was a offensive genius. Um, he his his motto was the no risk it, no biscuit. So basically, that's no more. Uh, Arizona's a good defense already. Steve Wilkes, like I said, was from Carolina. He was a defense coordinator there. Did well with uh, Carolina's defense. Um, so he's a good defensive coach. Um, good hire for a top-rated defense. Um, as I said before, the offensive coordinator, Mike McCoy, he's done well with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So it'll be interesting with uh, Sam Bradford and Josh Rosen, who are the quarterbacks fighting for the starting position in Arizona. Um, I don't know if there's going to be much this year fantasy impact-wise for the quarterback position. Uh, Bradford should do well. He's very accurate, so hopefully he can stay healthy and play more than, I don't know, half the half the season. Uh, he's been known to be injury-prone and not make it through the season. Um, but going forward with Josh Rosen, the Arizona Cardinals drafted him this year. I'm I'm intrigued. It's it's piqued some interest in in my mind about going forward. So not necessarily this year, but maybe in the next year or two. I think Rosen's a good quarterback. He was one of my higher ranked uh, rookie quarterbacks this year. And then last bit of new or last bit of part of Arizona is David Johnson. He's the workhorse running back. He was hurt last year, missed most of the season. He's still going to be the workhorse running back. Um, he just had, you know, 20 plus touchdowns last time he played, which was in 2016. Um, so I see touchdown regression coming for him. Basically, he's not going to get those 20 touchdowns. We'll see if he can break eight or double digits, maybe 10. Um, but I like David Johnson this year. I think he's going to be a stud. They'll, they'll know how to use him. Steve Wilkes will be do, he'll do well in Arizona. Um, so the next team is going to be Chicago. A lot of hype around Chicago. They brought in Matt Nagy, who was the Kansas City offensive coordinator. You know, the the amazing mind from Andy Reid's coaching tree. Andy Reid's the coach at Kansas City. So he's had some other coaches do well recently under him. Um, so Matt Nagy's coming in. He's replacing John Fox, the old curmudgeon John Fox, who just, you know, stuck in his ways. Um, Nagy's bringing in Mark Helfrich from Oregon. He was the head coach up there in Oregon. So Oregon is that spread offense, quick, um, score a lot of points. Um, so I think that'll be very interesting to see how Chicago turns into a more efficient and uh, high-powered offense uh, going forward. So let's break that down into what, what the fantasy impact for Chicago is going to look like. Uh, last year, Jared Goff was the, or he is the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. He had an amazing season. A lot of people thought he was uh, a bust as far as a quarterback. He had a solid season. So you're getting a lot of comparisons. Mitch Trubisky's the current quarterback for the Chicago Bears. So you're getting a lot of Goff to Trubisky comparisons. Um, I could see Trubisky doing well. Basically, they brought in a lot of guys in Chicago, a lot of new guys, receivers, and uh, they kept some running backs. And the new offensive coach, who's you know pretty special, so it'll be interesting to see. 
Um, I'm excited about the move. Nagy called six uh, plays or six games, you know, called the plays for six games um, in Kansas City last year. Uh, Andy Reid's, you know, let him do that. So it was cool. So we're going to break that down. So basically during those six games, when Nagy was making those calls, he averaged 27 points for the team, 275 passing yards, and 122 rushing yards. That's pretty good. Before those six games, when Andy Reid was making those calls, they were only averaging 76 rushing yards. So you saw a uh, upcrease, uptick in the production for the offense. Um, Jordan Howard is the current running back there. He's been a beast before. Um, he looks forward to an offensive-minded coach. I think Howard is going to be a steal in the draft this year. He's kind of hovering around that late second, uh, third round, possibly fourth round. Should never go that far. Um, I like Howard this year. Andy Reid says Matt Nagy is the best coach from his coaching tree. So that's a uh, kind words from, from his old coach. Um, the next team, we got the Detroit Lions. They let go of Jim Caldwell and they brought in Matt Patricia, Patricia, sorry, Matt Patricia from New England. He was the defensive coordinator there. Patricia is going to retain the current offensive coordinator. He's going to keep Jim Bob Cooter, who was the OC for Detroit last year. So what does that mean? The offense pretty much is going to stay the same. We're not going to see much difference, I think. Patricia is going to trust Cooter to run the offense very similar, and um, which is good. I see an improved defense. Um, Patricia is more of the defensive mind. He's His philosophy is the bend, don't break. Um, he was the coordinator in New England from 2012 to 2017. He's done well. New England's always had solid defenses. Not, not the best, but good enough to win them multiple Super Bowls. So Detroit, it, uh, you know, kind of just stays stagnant uh, since the offense isn't really changing all that much. The next team we got, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, they're bringing in Frank Reich from Philadelphia. He was the offense coordinator there. He won a Super Bowl, so good for them. Um, they are replacing Chuck Pagano. And Frank Reich is bringing in Nick... Sirianni, he was the Los Angeles Chargers wide receiver coach. He's going to be the new offensive coordinator there in Indianapolis. Um, it's kind of interesting how they got Frank Reich as the head coach. Um, they let go of Chuck Pagano, and they uh, accepted terms with Josh McDaniels, who was the offensive coordinator for New England. And then it was like a day later that McDaniels decided, I don't want to be the head coach for Indianapolis. And a lot of people, the media, um, spun a narrative that uh, Andrew Luck, he's not healthy. Something's wrong. McDaniels knows something's going on with Luck, and he's not going to be the same quarterback as before. I call malarkey. I think that is uh, BS. Um, I think... Indiana, or not Indianapolis, New England reaches out to McDaniels and basically says, we'll give you more um, more reign over the offense and um, maybe you can replace Bill Belichick when he 
decides to retire. Who knows? But anyway, so Frank Reich's there in Indianapolis. I like this. I think, uh, you know, Reich was with um, Philadelphia last year in, um, with Doug Peterson, and Peterson was from the Andy Reid coaching tree, like Matt Nagy from before. Uh, so I think Frank Reich will do well. Um, you know, Pagano was like a John Fox, a Jeff Fisher mind. They, he just wasn't creative. He just, you know, very predictable in his stuff. I think Reich is smart. He will use luck in the weapons he has in Indianapolis to optimize, you know, the team. Uh, I think they'll do well there. Um, the, so the long-term outlook is good. This season, it's for the Colts. Pretty much all falls on uh, how healthy is Andrew Luck's shoulder. Um, Reich, you know, he's going to be as good as Luck is healthy. So it's going to be a tough division. You got the Texans, who's got a good good offense and a good defense. The Jacksonville Jaguars, who almost made it to the Super Bowl. Um, they amazing defense and solid offense. And then Tennessee, I see an uptake on the, for them as well. So... Move to the next team of the New York football giants. They let go of Ben McAdoo. He was the coach there last year, and it seemed like the team pretty much gave up on him fairly early last year. So what people know of the giants is they're going to be two different teams completely from last year to this year. Uh the Giants bringing in Pat Shermer. He is the he was the Minnesota offensive coordinator, and they you know made it almost to the Super Bowl. They lost to Philadelphia in the championship game. Um, Pat Shermer did really well. Minnesota was a solid offense, and I think Shermer coming to New York is going to do well. He's he's a very innovative play caller. He's bringing in Mike Shula. From Carolina, Shula was the offensive coordinator there in Carolina. He's going to be now the offensive coordinator in New York. Um, I like Shula. I think he's a great or good play designer. He designs plays well for the studs and talent he has on his team. Uh, Shula's only knock is he's not a good play caller. So when it comes to deciding which play to run, he doesn't get you know all that creative it's pretty mundane so the fact that Shermer is going to be calling the plays Shula is going to be creating the playbook I like that I like how those will work well I think that'll work well you'll see an increase for the Giants this year they drafted a, a amazing talented running back Saquon Barkley they'll get Odell Beckham Jr. back receiver He's going to be well. The tight end, Edvin Ingram, did did amazing uh, for a rookie last year. So they have a lot of talent there. I think the Giants will be a lot better than than the public will give them credit for. Um, and the next team we have is the Oakland, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, just real quick, I am a Raider fan. That is my team, and just to let you know, my wife is an even bigger Raider fan. I pretty much married into it. So, um, speaking of the Raiders, I when I'm talking about the players, I'm actually pretty tough on my guys as far as the Raiders. Um, I'm not the typical homer and tell you you need to take all Raiders and no Chargers and nobody else in the division. 
I'm not like that. I will be fair. I actually, like I said, tougher on grading my players' outlooks than than a normal um, fan would. So get back to the Raiders. Uh, they let go of Jack Del Rio, which is surprising because he did pretty well for the uh, the Raiders. <clears throat> They're bringing in old-time coach John Gruden. He used to be the coach there before they traded him away to Tampa Bay. And then the Raiders are bringing in Greg Olson. He was the Los Angeles Rams QB coach. He was also a coach for the Raiders back when Derek Carr, the quarterback there, was a rookie. So Gruden's bringing in a bunch of uh, older coaches to coach with him. Like I said, Jack Del Rio, gone. Um, So John Gruden. I'm excited about this, but I'm optimistic as well. A little hesitant. So he hasn't coached since 2008. And um, Gruden, his days of old, his record was not that impressive. He was 57 and 55. So, I mean, we'll see. Gruden, he's a uh, offensive-minded coach. He was in the uh, ESPN booth calling Monday Night Football. Which is going to be interesting because the Raiders' first game this season is going to be Monday night. So he's going to be back on ESPN with the Monday Night Football. Um, Gruden, when he was coaching, he won with his defense. His defenses were amazing. And his offenses, to be frankly, were not good. So uh, the offensive coordinator there is Greg Olson. Um, He is... Uh, how do I put it? Yeah. Uh, he, like I said, he's been an offensive coordinator for five different teams. He is a journeyman. Um, we'll, we'll see what he can do in Oakland. He was the, uh, the coach when Carr was there. So there is that connection. Hopefully they can turn it around this season for, uh, for the Raiders. Uh, And the last team we have is the Tennessee Titans. They let go of Mike Malarkey, and they're bringing in Mike Vrabel from Houston. He was the defensive coordinator there in Houston. And Vrabel's bringing in Matt LaFleur from the Los Angeles Rams. He was the offensive coordinator there. I like that move. It's a lateral move for LaFleur. I think he did well with uh, Sean McVay last year with the Rams. The Rams kind of surprised a lot of teams. And how well they did offensively. Um, Lafleur is going to be able to call a lot of plays. Vrabel is going to focus on the defense. So one of my teams that I secretly liking this year is going to be the Titans. Um, so no more malarkey in Tennessee. Even after they made the playoffs last year. Which kind of was harsh. But they uh, they want to switch directions that uh, the team was heading down. Um, like I said, they bring in Lafleur. Vrabel, I see him fixing the defense. The defense last year was not uh, all that strong. And uh, they need a lot of help. And so I see Vrabel taking reins with that and and changing that around. And then Lafleur is going to run the offense, which is going to be easier for Vrabel. And I like what uh, they're going to do there. Um, Tennessee has a lot of good weapons with Mariota, and the quarterback there, and receiver Corey Davis. Um you know, it, they're basically on the up and up. So that's going to wrap up the coaching changes for this episode. 
I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Please visit the site at fantasyknockout.com. Also, follow the show on Twitter at fantasyknockout. And we're here to dominate your leagues. Goodbye. Goodbye.